1: Hey, it's Mark K. from The Mark Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining
2: meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny.
3: Mark K., you're good to go, man.
2: I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K perspective on today's issues you were doing a great job today buddy mark k is always good in my book just settle down a little bit you talk too fast other than that i love you
1: this is the mark k show and my name is mark k and i'm sitting here live in the studio talking to you today which can mean one thing only i did not win the powerball last night Or the Mega Millions the night before. Man, this lottery thing is cray. I went out the other day. I went out, I guess, uh, Tuesday night. I went out to buy a Mega Millions jackpot ticket because the jackpot was up to like half a billion dollars. And then I was like, well, I'm here. I might as well get some Powerball tickets because that's up to like a third of a billion dollars. So between the two, I figure if I won both back to back, I could be a billionaire. Which, you know, was everyone's dream. Now, billionaire, millionaire is so, you know, the new hotness is, uh, millionaire is old and busted. The new hotness is, um, is being a billionaire. And now, thanks to the, uh, thanks to the lotteries, the combined, if you win both of the lotteries back to back, you could potentially be a millionaire overnight. Oh, wait, that's all right. Uh, I'm, that's the, un, uh, sorry, that's the unedited version. <laughs> We don't want to play that. Uh, but it was, so what I did was I went out and I bought these tickets and I went the next day to the mega millions because that was first and I said, hey, check my ticket. And they have this really cool thing. I don't, I don't play the lottery often. I only really wait until it's about, you know, if it's 500 million or more. You know, if it's like 300 million or more, I guess that's when I start playing. And I know that's the weird thing. Really, I should probably play when it's 2 million because fewer people are playing. Probably I have a better chance of winning. But just like everybody else, you know, herd mentality. I hear on the news that it's a half a billion dollars. So I go and I buy some tickets. And the next day I took I knew I didn't win the jackpot because when I checked the website, the new Mega Million jackpot is now nine hundred million dollars. Like I'm not making that up. It's nine. Hundred million dollars is the jackpot. The cash payout is five hundred and twelve million. So, after taxes and everything, after taxes, if you win the mega million jackpot, you still have five hundred and twelve million dollars to spend, which is a ridiculous. I mean, think about this the money that Donald Trump is cutting from the Pentagon in the next budget, you could cover if you win the mega million jackpot. You could basically buy the Pentagon. Which is which is incredible. Uh, so I went out and I bought the ticket, and I went the next day and I said, "Hey, just check it. Maybe I won like a buck or something." And they have this really cool sound. It's like a, it's like a. I don't even know. It's like it goes. If you win something, it goes. And so I, I'm at the dailies, and I give the lady my ticket. I go, "Can you just check this?" And she puts it in there. She goes, "You won." And I go, "Whoa, what?" She said, "Yeah, you won ten dollars." And I thought to myself, that's I won ten dollars. That's amazing. Yay, fantastic. And then I realized I bought seven tickets at two dollars each, so that's fourteen dollars. When you add the ten dollars back, I really I'm in the whole four bucks. But I felt like a winner. So I then I was like, well, I'm really good at this lottery thing. You know, my first time out playing the Mega Millions jackpot, I won ten bucks. If I keep going, I'll probably just get better and better and better. So I said, Hey, you know what? Take that ten dollars and give me five powerball tickets so i i took my my winnings from one lottery and pumped them into another lottery and then i woke up this morning thinking i would win like 20 or 30 dollars because that's like you know because now i'm progressing up the ladder Uh, as as you get better and better at playing games or sports or things like that you uh you eventually you know you, you hit the jackpot um like Tiger Woods, first time he hit a ball, he probably missed it. But eventually, he became, you know, Tiger Woods. Uh, so th- I went back uh, this morning and I and I handed in my Powerball tickets and I got like the whole and I didn't win a thing. So I don't know, I must have done something wrong um, in the whole process. But if you're interested, the Powerball is up to over 500 million. The the Mega Millions is up to 900 million dollars. And I'll keep like if you turn on the radio sometime like this week or early next week, and I'm not here. Good shot, uh, good shot that I won, that I won the lottery. All right, speaking of lotteries, <laughs> there is a, uh, there's a, there, you know, th- I was just listening to the Brian Kilmeade show being hosted by Steve Ducey, which I uh, was kind of odd. But um, I was listening to it, and they were talking about this caravan that's coming from Mexico uh, well it's coming actually from El Salvador and Guatemala and every place else and they're and they're going to eventually pass through mexico it 's a huge caravan, thousands of migrants who are going to try to uh, come into this country illegally and I'm not really sure who taught them this, but they started announcing this like like a week before they arrived like i don't understand why this is i don't understand who's organizing this caravan because if you're And you go, again, I don't know a lot about breaking the law. I'm not what you would call a law breaker. I'm more of a law abider, right? But I know that there's a lot of people out there who are criminals or occasionally will commit some kind of crime. And I always thought just from movies and TV and books that I've read, if you're committing a crime, you know, surprise is one of the best elements. If you're committing a crime, you want to make sure nobody – you want to throw off the scent of the dogs, right? That's like – I don't know if you ever watched – what was that movie with Pierce Brosnan? The Thomas Crown Affair where he steals the painting from the museum and he goes there every day and he stares at a different painting. And he goes, this is my favorite painting. And everyone goes, "This this is the one that's worth $120 million. He goes, I don't care about that one. That one's overrated. I like this painting. And then in the end, he steals the one that's worth a lot of money to throw off the scent of everybody. Same thing. Like, aren't you supposed to, if you're planning to break a law, like, I don't know, coming to this country illegally with thousands and thousands of your friends and relatives, don't you think that you'd want to have a little element of surprise instead of announcing it weeks before? And drawing attention to yourself and having, giving interviews and news coverage and all that kind of thing. Because what's happening now is that Donald Trump is, has tons of time to prepare. And he's already cut off aid to El Salvador. He's already cut off aid or threatened to to Guatemala. They've already started incarcerating some of the organizers. They've already started detaining people that are in charge of this caravan. The car- caravan's already started to kind of splinter off into subgroups because they were, they were stupid enough to let everyone know that they're coming hello we're coming to break the law we'll be there in a week and a half okay great thanks for all the warning now we know what to do and now donald trump is threatening mexico he's saying look if you let these people because mexico is a big country and if they come in the southern border of mexico and they make it all the way through the country and they come knock knock knocking on uh, america's door then donald trump has now threatened to send in the u.s military Donald Trump has said, look, if this is the plan, we're going to stop it and we're going to do anything we need to do. We are going to stop this thing. We don't want that. We do not want this caravan coming into the country illegally. It's thousands and thousands of immigrants who are just trying to break the law. And when I was listening to Steve Ducey hosting for uh, for Brian Kilmeade, he said, look, this is going to be an election issue. This could be a huge election issue. The timing of this may either be horrible or great. Because if you look at some of the if you look at some of the hotly contested races that we have going on, not just here in Florida, but in Texas, where Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke are going at it, tooth and nail, where people are thinking that maybe a Democrat could grab a senate seat from Ted Cruz. This could push Ted Cruz way into the wind column. Because the last thing that Beto O'Rourke needs is a bunch of immigrants knocking on the door of Texas two weeks before the election. The last thing he needs is Donald Trump sending the U.S. military into Texas to protect citizens from illegal immigrants coming across the border illegally. I think that this is going to be this is going to be something interesting to watch never before. To, to my knowledge, has the uh, United States military been called in to stop a, an invasion of immigrants but isn't that basically what it is isn't that basically what this is It's an invasion on the United states's border by thousands and thousands of people who who believe themselves to be unstoppable because there's strength in numbers three four oh one oh four five is the number three four oh four oh one oh four five is the number as we get closer to the, the election here in Florida you know there's a lot of stuff. That's on the ballot. We have taxes. We have, uh, what else do we have? We have uh, security, the homeland security. We have immigration. We've got education. We've got all these topics, all of these things. Don't forget about Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh and the way that he was treated by the Democratic members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. All of these items that people are saying are major campaign issues are either going to get people out to the polls to vote or they're going to keep them at home. Three four zero one zero four five. What issue is going to get you out to the polls in the next three weeks? Three four zero one zero four five. What do you think the number one reason is that people are going to go out and vote come election day? Is it Kavanaugh? Is it the caravan? Or is it something entirely different? Three four zero one zero four five. Or you can leave me an open mic message on the News one hundred four point five mobile app. This is the Mark Kay Show. Your phone call is coming up next on News one hundred four point five WOKV. K Show. My name's Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. 340-1045 is the number. And we're talking about the big vote. The election. It's like three weeks away. Not even. Not even three weeks away. And now... Now there's you know we've got Kavanaugh which a lot of people are starting to level off with the anger maybe subsiding maybe it's still there. Uh, we've got the caravan which is headed this way and Donald Trump says I will I will I will send the military. I will have no problem stopping the caravan at the border of Mexico if Mexico allows these immigrants thousands and thousands of them to permeate their borders and try to uh, try to invade us uh, from our southern from our southern side. Three four zero one zero four five. What I want to know is as we get closer and closer to this election. Election. what is it that you feel is the most important issue that will get you and yours out to the polls 340-1045 we start with greg in jacksonville greg thanks so much for calling the Marque show how you doing greg you there all right greg's out let's go to uh jim in atlantic beach jim how are you
2: hey mark i'm doing good i got a hot scoop for you
1: all right what's the That's hot good. scoop
2: this could put you all over the internet because, uh, you're before Limbaugh and Hannity. All right. This whole thing is organized by some dark democratic money. Think, think of what happened when Trump was not, was separating children and parents and what a bad guy he was and what a horrible person he was and the national publicity. So all of a sudden now Trump doesn't care about these poor people and he's going to send the army with guns. To stop them from coming across the board which nancy pelosi is is behind and is absolutely going to love because we're so close to the election and this great blue wave now kind of looks like you know like the water park waves
1: so you're saying that the caravan is being funded by the democrats because well, they want donald trump to look like he is uh, not uh, sympathetic to the uh to the cause of right, the immigrants right.
2: like but like, like you made the comment to the last caller about you know, if you were going to be a thief, and apparently Mark K wouldn't be very good at it, but you know, you do things quietly, you don't yeah. advertise it. Well, this thing is so organized and so, and they blew right through the Guatemala border. They're in Mexico, and I think Mexico's going to, you mentioned it, or the caller did, that they don't even have passports. Yeah. So Mexico's going to say, I don't know what the hell to do with them, and they're going to send them up, up to America. And Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not saying I believe believe that it that it's a negative thing for Trump. But remember, all the people, including a lot of Democrats.
1: No, I remember. Not even not even just the Democrats. His own daughter was like, "Hey, you got to stop separating these kids of the boy. That's a great point, man. I appreciate your call. Thanks so much. I hadn't even thought about it. that's what see, that's the thing. I don't I don't think in these weird twisted ways, but I love that you people do. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to James in Jacksonville. James, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you?
3: Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, Jim and Atlantic Beach stole my thunder, brother. My question to you, and Jim, I think, is right on point. Somebody had to underwrite this. 4,000 people don't just get together at random and say, hey, let's walk several hundred miles. Who's going to feed these folks along the way? Can they carry the food they need? Where are they going to use the restroom? I mean, a lot of vendors in America or uh, restaurants and so forth, you can't use the restroom unless you purchase something. And I'm being a sport, Alex, but come on. Somebody is behind this, and I don't know that it's, uh, some vicious scheme, but it is all too coincidental that this is happening at this
1: point. This is very interesting. This is a brand new conspiracy theory that I hadn't even thought of. And again, I appreciate you bringing it to my attention. So the car- this is the caravan with thousands and thousands of illegal immigrants who are plowing uh, through Central America up into Mexico headed this way. Donald Trump now threatening military action at the border and it is three weeks away from Election Day. Every one of you is now saying that all, all the last. Two of you maybe are saying that this is a well-funded Democratic plot to uh, put Donald Trump in a negative light by sending the military to keep back poor kids and their parents from coming into the United States. Very interesting. Very. I'm not sure if that's I'm not sure if that's the case, but you're right. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past him. After the whole Kavanaugh thing blew up in their face, maybe the caravan is the next way for them uh, to get back at Donald Trump. Now, will it backfire or will it show Donald Trump as a strong leader? Because I know a lot of people, immigration—it's one of those—it's one of those very polarizing issues. Much like pretty much every issue that we have, either you want to be strong on immigration and you want that wall and you want Donald Trump doing whatever it takes to protect our border, or you just want all these people to get whatever. Whatever it is that they desire 3401045 got to take a quick break for the news we'll be right back with more of your conspiracy theories and your ideas what is the number one issue that's going to get the most people out to vote in three weeks the mark case show on news 104.5 wokv 401045 is the number two 3401045 oh and for people driving through that's area code 904 i got a complaint once that i never give the area code And I was like, sorry, 904-340-1045. You can leave me an open mic message, too. That's free, and you can do it anywhere in the world. Just go to our News 104.5 mobile app on iTunes or the Google Play Store and uh, hit the open mic button. You can record a high-quality – well, I mean, high-quality meaning how it sounds, not content – I mean, the content, they could the the quality's up to you at that point. Uh, and then it sends right here to the studio. We play it on the air and uh you become super famous. Just for like thirty no more than thirty seconds, please. Uh three four oh one oh four five. We're talking about voting. Why is it that you are going to vote This year, what is the one thing that a candidate can say to you or what's the one big item on your on your uh, on your checklist that you want to make sure gets done in the next couple of years before we have our next presidential election? Because that's what this all is. It's all about getting Donald Trump's agenda items done. What's the biggest? Is it the caravan you think that's going to get you out to vote? Is it immigration? Is it the Kavanaugh situation and how that was handled? Or is it something entirely different?
2: If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. I don't get my vote, Pedro.
1: 3401045. Let's go to Bill and Hastings. Bill, thanks so much for calling the Mark Show. How you doing, sir? Hi. Hey, Bill. How's it going?
4: Um, yeah, I'm a person that um, generally votes conservative Republican, but uh, I just voted by mail, and I actually voted almost straight Democratic here in Florida. And the reason is because of the health care issue. Because I'm, di- I'm diabetic, and... Uh, If I lose my health care, which is what the Republicans want to do, um, the cost of my insulin would go up by about a thousand percent, not to mention any other medications or having to go to hospital with foot problems and things like that. So uh, for me, the most important issue is the health care issue and the fact that I'd I'd rather prevent them from killing Obamacare. Why do you think
1: that your health care, I mean, why would you think that your health care would go up a thousand percent or your insulin would go up a thousand percent if the the, uh, Republicans uh, won the, or maintained, really, the governorship uh, here in Florida?
4: Well, I'm talking about my out-of-pocket costs. So in other words, instead of me paying... $20 $20 for a month's worth of insulin it would be about $2,000. I checked with the pharmacy, so I'm not exaggerating.
1: I mean, what, because you wouldn't have any insurance at that point, is that what you're exactly, trying to say?
4: Exactly, if you have a pre-existing condition like diabetes or, or any other pre-existing condition, it's going to be almost impossible for you to even buy um, healthcare insurance, health insurance, um, it would be exorbitantly expensive, so you won't have any at all. You'd have to pay out of pocket, and if you have to pay out of pocket, they also charge more for everything than they do.
1: But you understand that Obamacare is the law of the land at this time. I mean, it's not...
4: Right, it's hanging on by a thread, and, and Trump and the other Republicans are trying to kill it. It's hanging on just by a thread. They, they'd only hang down by one vote.
1: So you're okay with your taxes going back up? You're okay with all that kind of stuff exactly. as long as... As long as your money, because your money, I mean, here's the thing, you're going to lose out money if the Democrats... Take the governorship, or take the Senate, or take the Congress. You're gonna—they're gonna come after your money one way or the if other.
4: If you're a poor person, you're not going to be paying much taxes anyway, so it G- doesn't really matter.
1: Well, yeah, but you'll always be a poor person. All right, listen, man. Hey, best of luck with your condition, and and we hope. Uh, you know, I, I wish you all the best, and thanks so much for calling and sharing that with me. Three four zero one zero I guarantee this. There's always a better way than socialized medicine. And take it from me, I'm Canadian, or at least I was before I saw the light. 340 Three four zero one zero four Let's go to Patrick in Atlantic Beach. Patrick, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you?
2: Hey, Mark. Good afternoon to you. Mm. Um, well, I don't know where that last caller got his information, but he's dead wrong. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm a diabetic also. but uh,
1: We'll, we'll I, break that down at another time, yeah.
2: Gotcha. Two things. Um, one, this probe, I'm at the um, the caravan. Uh, I, I think the FBI probably ought to follow the money on the funding on this. I bet, I bet lunch that it's funded by George Soros. But to your question about what's going to be um, the driving forces for election, I think is three things are going to come back and raise their heads. One is the Mueller probe. Second is health care, and third is the economy because the stock market's been going crazy down the past couple of weeks. So,
1: yeah, it's three been times. kind of. It's been kind of up and down. I feel, though, as long as people still have money, and I think the majority of people do. Uh, you know the the uh, the unemployment rate. And the stock market is an interesting thing because it doesn't affect people as quickly as, say, unemployment or taxes. And when people see more money in their paycheck, when people see that there are you know there are there are more jobs for them to get, they're going to be more likely to maintain the status quo or keep whoever's in office in office. The stock market is more of a barometer of the overall economy, but it it also fluctuates on a whim. When you have like you know, for example. Uh, you know, when you have, for example, Snapchat coming out with a bad quarterly report, or or Apple saying, hey, the uh, the iPhones are down, that can that can affect the entire stock market. When Facebook starts, you know, getting hacked and everyone's information goes everywhere and everyone goes haywire, you can start to when when uh, when somebody goes on Twitter like like Elon Musk and starts tweeting, you know, BS, you know, stuff about his company going private, that can affect the stock market and that can affect the uh, the tech in the uh, tech stocks, which is what is called. Cost- causing the fluctuations um so i don't think that's going to be as much of an issue for people uh especially here in florida i think health care sure that's going to be an issue uh one way or the other whichever side you're on if you've got a pre-existing condition like that other caller you may be scared the democrats may have scared you into thinking that the republicans are coming for your health care when really that's not the case at all 340-1045 uh let's go to joe in jacksonville joe thanks so much for calling the marcus show how are you
4: Hey, good. You have a great show, by the way.
1: Oh, I appreciate that, man. It's totally accidental. What do
4: you want to say? Oh, <laughs> uh, My concern is about this caravan, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy nut, but I don't know how old you are, but I remember the Kent State situation. Okay. Okay? So if you send the military down there, which is a good idea, but when I, if it's somebody who set this all up, and you have all these people down there in front of our military, and somebody starts to take a shot, and the, and the soldiers are going start shooting back, you know, and it's going to you know, cause the whole thing. That's what happened at Kent State, if you remember that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it might be a... I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy now, but it might be a setup where, you know, you know, all, it might not even be a setup. You have all these people facing our military, and somebody starts shooting, and
3: it's going to start a whole barrage.
1: Well, look, here's the thing. I don't think that they're going to... I mean, yes, you don't want anybody to get shot. You don't want anyone to get killed. But you do want to send a message that we have a strong border. And since so we don't have a wall yet, the next thing we can do is, is send the military in there. But the one image that does come to my mind is Elian Gonzalez... Uh, being taken away at gunpoint. Remember, if you remember in Miami when uh, Janet Reno and uh, Bill Clinton were in office, and uh, Bill Clinton sent Janet Reno out to get Elian Gonzalez to send him back to Cuba, and that image of that of that what was it? Was it the the um, was it the immigration? Was it the DEA? I don't even remember. But the guy with the gun and the mustache, and he had the he had the riot gear, and he's pointing it at the at the at the aunt or the uncle who was holding Elian Gonzalez, and that destroyed Janet Reno forever. That and the Waco, Texas thing. So whenever you get the military involved with with immigrant children, you're gonna have you're gonna have optics problems. But at the same time, if you let four thousand people come into the country illegally, you're gonna have a whole bunch of other problems. So it is tricky. Three four zero one zero four five. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Let's go to Gary quickly in South Carolina. Gary, hey, thanks so much for calling the Markey Show. How are you?
3: I'm doing good, sir. Um, I'm just wondering if anybody has noticed. The clothing that these poor, oppressed people in this caravan are wearing.
1: The clothing? No, what are they wearing? I haven't noticed.
3: Brand,
4: everything is brand new. Baseball caps, Nike shoes. Take a, take a peek at the picture, you know, the judge the Drudge report this morning on the headline. And when you're seeing them in the column, I mean, uh, it, they don't look like they're dirt poor to me. No, uh,
1: if there would, listen, if they're wearing Nikes, then it's definitely the Democrats behind it. <laughs> that's all the, that's all the Nikes that people stopped buying after the Colin Kaepernick ad. They're like, no one's buying Nike crap anymore. Let's send it down to the caravan. 340-1045. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures now. Everyone's decked out in Nike shoes and Bernie Sanders shirts. 340-1045. This is the Marquesia. What is going to be the big issue that gets people out to vote in a couple of weeks? More of your phone calls next on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Markay Show. It's Conspiracy Theory Thursday all of a sudden.
4: I agree
2: 100%. How does a caravan of people that do not have two sticks to rub together start putting out press releases? Who's really behind all of this? That's
1: a great question. A lot of people think it's George Soros and the Democrats and Nike and uh, whoever else, because they're well-funded, they're traveling, they can eat, they've got nice sneakers. The three four zero one zero four five. what do you think about it? Trump says he'll send the military. He ain't scared. He said he'll stop the military, or he'll send the military to stop this caravan should they get all the way to the U.S.-Mexican border. Three four Let's go to Rob in Middleburg. Rob, uh, thanks so much for calling the Show. What do you think? Hey, Mark. What's up, man? What do you think about the caravan?
3: Uh, I think it uh, may be a whole different tact. I think it's uh, a Republican Trump. Uh, What's what would benefit the Republicans more than four thousand immigrants coming across the border could be funded right from the Republicans? You think the you Republicans think are behind you? it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would be what would be more greater than somebody down in there as a mole seeing these people? And saying, you know, hey, we need to fund this thing because they're coming our way and it's right at election season. What would be the benefit to the
1: Republicans of the caravan coming to the United States right before election season?
3: Because everyone thinks 90 percent of the Democrat, 90 percent of the people believe and are supporting the Democrats on this whole immigration issue. And that's not true. It's. It's the opposite. It's about 60% say, hey, you know, we can't fund this.
1: No, I think it's more, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. The majority of the country is more for stronger borders, less immigration, more regulation, uh, that kind of thing. But what happens is when the media gets hold of images of families being ripped apart or Donald Trump sending guys with guns down to stop these immigrants coming into the country, that's when everything gets fuzzy. But at the ballot box, you're right. Immigration is a huge issue and mo- most of the country wants a stronger stance. They just don't want to, you know, they just don't want to have to be the ones to they don't have to want to have to watch it happen. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five is the number. Interesting point that the Republicans are behind it. Bob in Jacksonville. How are you? What do you want to say, Bob?
3: Hey, uh, good show, Mark. Hey, two things. First is that uh, with regard to sending the military down to the border, first off, there's a law that prevents that called the Posse Comitatus Act. The president has to personally waive it in order to make that happen, because you can't use the military for a law enforcement functioning. Uh, uh,
1: So you're saying that it's not even a probability?
3: No, what I'm saying is the president is going to personally have to intervene to move the military down there to do it, and that's obviously a political decision. second thing is is that the comment made earlier about the Elliot and Gonzalez photo, it's a famous one of a guy in riot gear holding a submachine gun. It's an mp 5 And that actually was a law enforcement agent. That was not a military guy that was doing it. Again, posse comitatus prevents the United States military from being used in a law enforcement function without a direct waiver from the National Command Authority, which is the president. Got it?
1: Got it. All right. So uh, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. All right. So I'm reading more about the Posse Comitatus Act, which is something I never knew existed. But, yeah, he's right. It says uh, the federal government is cannot use federal military personnel to enforce domestic policies within the United States. So if Donald Trump were to do this, they would have to then go into Mexico – as some kind of I guess invasion to keep them back, it also says that the act only specifically applies to the United States Army and Air Force. It does not exp- uh, explicitly mention the United States Navy and or the Marine Corps, so we could we could potentially have naval ships up and down the Rio Grande and marines uh, you know stationed there as well. Also, the act does not apply to the Army National Guard or the Air National Guard. So there are, you know what? Here's the thing: Donald Trump's going to do whatever the hell he wants anyway, uh, <laughs> especially two weeks before an election. three four zero one zero four five is the number three four zero one zero four five. Uh, let's go real quick before we get out of here. Let's go to Charles in Jacksonville. Charles, uh, what do you want to say, real quick?
2: How are you? I'm a
3: disabled veteran, and uh, I normally vote Democratic, but I've gotten to the point where. I gotta vote Republican. I did vote for Donald Trump, but the uh, my issue is the immigration. I'm Puerto Rican and um you know most most Puerto Ricans when they go to school in order to graduate high school you need to know English. Uh you have a lot of people who come here and never learn a lick of English and that needs to be taken care of. And the health care definitely needs to be fixed.
1: All right. All right, man. Well, listen, we appreciate your call. We appreciate you sharing that. We're going to see as this thing, as this convoy or this caravan gets closer to the United States, it's going to become a bigger and bigger issue. As Donald Trump uh, has to face it, it's going to become a bigger and bigger issue. There's also other stuff on the rise. And of course, health care is a huge issue. Of course, uh, you know, the Kavanaugh thing, which I, I hope somebody reignites the Kavanaugh fire. I hope that that is not forgotten. And I hope that we remember exactly what happened during those hearings and how people acted what was done and said about Justice Kavanaugh, and what was done and said on the on behalf of the uh, the Republicans and the Democratic Party? Because I think that's going to be a huge issue when we get to Election Day. This is the Marques Show. Uh, drop me an open mic whenever you want. We'll be back tomorrow. It's uh, oh, tomorrow's Friday. Oh, that's so exciting! So we'll give away some free stuff. Stay tuned for the news and Rush Limbaugh. They're next on News One Hundred Four Point Five WOKV.
0: Terms apply.